You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit. One podcast at a time with your host, Alicia McCormack. Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, lovely Bride Chiller and Groom Chiller listeners. It's Alicia here. I'm the founder of Bride Chiller and I'm delighted today to be turning our attention to the groom folk, to the gentleman callers who you may be marrying, you may know, hopefully you know them. <laughs> I don't know what's happening if you don't know them, uh, that you want to help out and uh, hopefully you're working as a team. And today I've decided to welcome back a lovely previous guest on the Bride Chiller podcast. You uh, have probably heard him before. His lovely name is Nathan Bella. And today he is joining me from generationtux.com. Nathan, welcome back to the show. Hi. It's been a long time, hey. but uh, I've missed you. I've missed you. Oh, I've missed you. You were the first <laughs> person. People kept saying, Alicia, you don't talk about grooms very much, or you're not doing any groom specific stuff. And then your name went Let's get Nathan back and let's talk about. No, I love it, I dude. Love it. Stuff. The guy yeah. side of the aisle is, um, you know, we are uh, arm candy sometimes at best. Um, oh at come on! But, uh, but yeah, no, we we do have hearts. Um, there are things that you know, as a bride, you definitely need to be thinking about. And grooms, uh, you know, you don't have to play the background. You can, you can, no. uh, you can show. You know what you you're doing too. So uh, step up, yeah, happy bitches, to That's what I say. Step yeah. up and you know play team. Yeah. Well, when when I posted a call out in the Bride Chiller community, our fabulous mm-hmm. Facebook group, saying that you were coming on the show and you were happy to answer questions, it went bananas. I love it. I like yeah. bananas. Love People, bananas. So do I. People have got <laughs> a lot to say. They've got a lot of questions. So Nathan, you help the gentleman look fabulous. Tell me a little bit more about Generation Tux. Yeah. Um, you know, we created Generation Tux with the the idea that um, renting a suit or tuxedo for the wedding should not be terrible. Mm. Um, previously, it has been. Um, there's far yeah. too much risk in the entire rental process. And, and it's a lot of things that a bride doesn't even know about because I'm sure many of them have never rented a suit or tux. Uh, sure. The two main issues, uh, and we don't have to go into detail at this point, but they're pretty simple is uh, one, and I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but typically guys are lazy. Um, so that's an issue with the bride, uh, with the uh, groomsmen as a whole. Uh, number two is you have to pick up that suitor tux the day before your wedding and oh. return it the day after your wedding. That's a lot of, man, I hope this works. So we try to pull all that out, um, and we have. Um, we deliver the suits and tuxedos to all of the groom's party, no matter where they are in the United States right now, um, 14 days before the event. Um, and that's after we've worked with them on uh, fit and all those things, and you picked out your style. And then what we do is if uh, there are any issues whatsoever, we do free replacements right to the door. Um, so nice. that way everything's taken care of. There's no exchanges needed, anything like that. It's all free shipping. And um, the guys look great. Which is very important. That's it. I'm always I'm always banging on about I think, you know, I think sometimes guys attire can be a bit of a last minute decision, which I think is sad mm-hmm. because like we always say, it's not it's a team effort getting married, you should both feel yeah. fabulous and also you should really like put that suit on and go, Shit yes, I feel and look amazing. For sure, for sure. It's uh again, you know, it, it it's just about the pictures at the end of the day. When you look back, because Facebook's gonna remind you every year. What you look like on your wedding? Oh my day. god! Do they? And, uh, and yeah, you gotta go. Oh man, I'm so glad we went with that suit. You know, uh, the dress is gonna look amazing. You guys know that. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's that's where we come in, and that's what we want to help uh, couples do. Well, we have so many questions. I'm gonna quick Let's fire, quick fire these through because I want to get through as many as we can with your amazing knowledge while I have you here. In a captured environment. Uh, So let's start off with Olivia asks, um, I'd like to know about the time frame for getting the suits figured out. Now, I must say before I go in uh, that Nathan's obviously going to give general advice. I know we've got listeners in Australia, in Canada, in Japan, even in Guam. I don't know who they are, but I'd like to meet them. So obviously, as Nathan said, Generation Tux is very good for our United States friends, but Nathan's uh, advice is worldwide. There it is. Uh, 
Totally. Um, yes. You know, if we're here in the United States, the average uh, engagement is 13 months, I believe, is what the latest mm. data says. Um, so, look, there's a lot that goes into that that planning process. We all know that. Um, mm-hmm. What we um, what we find uh, is that the the most important factor of establishing what the the, the groom and the groomsmen are going to wear is based on color matching for the accessories of what the bride is dreaming about. Right. Um, right. So um, typically we recommend um, start engaging in uh, what we call our swatch program um, four months before uh, the big day. That's a, that's about what we see four to five months that okay. allows us to get swatches right to the door for all the brides uh, so they can see exactly um, what color matches with what. Um, and then it also allows time to then have a free home try on, which is what we do as well. So that way they can see the suit at home for uh, 48 hours and and get a look at it and make sure they love it. Um, and then uh, and that that, again, it provides enough time for um, for any type of um, let's say, you know, that that rose doesn't match just as much as you wanted it to the dress. then you know, you can get a different set of swatches and make sure you can get that on point. Um, so that way there's no issues whatsoever. So that's good. Olivia also said that she wouldn't mind if you could help her out with some tips on how to get guys to relax when looking for a suit. And this is also, I suppose, if they're going into physical stores and they don't have yeah. the, the chance to actually go and get it online, because she said they can get anxious and frustrated about buying slash trying on clothes because of self-esteem. And this is a big thing. I think a lot of um, our focus yeah. is on women's body image, and which is very, you know, relevant, but also it can suck for guys as well. And there's a lot of messaging in, in the clothing You're industry that you're supposed to look on. a certain way. So and, tell us how to put, help them. And, and and I think it's important to understand here too, like a suit is complicated. You know I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, first of all, you got the pants, the socks, the shoes. Okay. That's simple. But then you got like, you know, how does the pants, how, how do you want the pants to fall? Like uh, at the brakes, which is down uh, near your ankle. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have like, you know, this jacket, you know, okay, is it too long? And when I say too long, is it too long in the arms? Is it too long uh, in the body or have you, right? Um, You got your shirt and your tie and all these things, right? There's a lot of stuff to actually put on your suit of armor, right? Um, You know, the fact is a lot of guys, uh, you know, aren't wearing suits as much for work, right? Um, If you look, you know, uh, decades ago, like there's everybody walking down the street is wearing suits for work. You know, it's gotten a lot more casual. And because guys aren't wearing suits a lot, it can be a little daunting of like, I don't know how this should look, Mm. you know? And so therefore I'm not comfortable in doing this. When you're, when you're taking a look at a suit, it's important to understand how something should fit, you know? Um, And so there's best practices and such of, uh, uh, you know, there's, there's tons of them in terms of uh, how a suit should look whenever you're wearing it. Um, and we have some of that information. I'm happy to pass that along to you through blogs and stuff that you can share yeah. with your readers that can maybe That'd help be good. Grow a little. There's, there's some faux pas, you know, and there's some things you think like, oh, it shouldn't do that. But it actually should. You know, it's supposed to, uh, you know, it's supposed to fit a certain way when you're standing, um, you know, and have your arms down at your side. Not so much with your arms over your head, you know. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So there's things like that. And I'm happy to share those along as well. Do you think as well, if people are going and doing a physical try on, which is, you know, realistic for a lot of people, that sometimes people are like, well, we've got one day to try the suit on. That's what we're going to do. And you'll make a decision today. And I think it's a bit of an imbalance because a lot of the times, you know, bride chillers will go along and try 28 different dresses on, but uh-huh. the guys are just allocated this one day to go along and try a suit yeah. on and they're supposed to make a decision. So I suppose as well, maybe you should just pace it out a little bit and not just settle for some suit that's as you said yeah. not you're not feeling the vibes shop around get your vibe and if, if you're using an online service like generation tux then go and send it back and try a new one if it doesn't feel like what you want it to be yeah like. that's that's one of the things we offer two free home tryouts so that's spot on so if yeah. something's not working there is that ability to uh to have a second one you know don't uh, we settle want to be perfect yeah uh, exactly but, well, as uh, close to perfection can be, Nathan. I'm always yeah, shitting yeah. on about how perfection doesn't exist, yeah, but we want yeah. to feel really good. Yeah. Um, well, tell me, going. tell me. Okay, here we go. Uh, Renee says, 
What is the best approach to getting the response from a groomsman? Oh, I already have a grey suit, but my future hunt. I saw, that's the. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have made that voice for the groomsman. Apologies, groomsman. Uh, but she says my future husband wants them to all have the same exact colour suit so they match. Same goes for brown shoes, etc. We don't want to be rude or demanding, but my future husband is paying for the accessories and other gifts for them, but their suits and shoes are at their own cost. Now, this is a problem for a lot of people when you say, hey, I want you to wear this, but you got to pay for it. And then people come back and go, I already own that, so I'm going to be wearing that one. It can be really tricky because you don't want to yeah. you know, get weird with people, but also you want things to look a certain way, hopefully hard. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, this is <laughs> the biggest challenge you're ever going to have, uh, is with the groomsmen, um, you know, and, and guilty, uh, you know, I, I, have been one four-time groomsman, uh, Good on you know? you. uh, so, uh, you know, part of, part of the reason why I think there's a reaction to that is that there's the, um, there's the idea that I don't want to go and, you know, pay for something that I'm not going to like. Yeah. First of all, you know, and uh, let's face it, if you take a look at, you know, a lot of the uh, suits and the, the wedding photos from, you know, 2000s and, you know, even, you know, the teens, early teens, you know, you're going to see a lot of ill-fitting garments, polyester blends, stuff like Oof. that. The Backstreet um, Boys era, Nathan, yeah. that's what we're going to call it. I know <laughs> yeah. that era. Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't met a guy that... Um, hasn't put on a good looking suit and hasn't been like looked in the mirror and been like, I like this, you know, Boom. Look, look. Yeah. Um, yeah. share the vision. It's like, look, these pictures, I want them to be great. You know, this is what I'm, this is my wedding, you know, and this is your friend's wedding, right. Or brother, or, you know, whoever it may be. And to say, you know, we're not going to go with this, a terrible looking suit here, guys. And we're not going to make you pay, um, you know, uh, hundreds of dollars to get this, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and again, this all comes down to just making sure the pictures look great. So, um, and they feel good as well. It's you, you've yeah, got to feel yeah. good in a suit. I feel like there's a there's an element of, um, especially with dresses as well. I'm always saying you, things can look good in pictures as well, but you want to be able to move and you want to be able to sit down and not feel like people are being separated. Floor. Yeah, and hit the dance yeah. floor. So I think there's got to be that vibe of going, like you said, a good fitting suit will make you feel slick, but also you'll go, oh yeah, it's it's holding bids in in the right places. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 my thing is this, and this is for everybody out there listening, like you know, obviously you've been on Pinterest, like go see, you know, go out there and check out what, uh, what real suits look like on mm-hmm. real guys, you know, yes. real stuff like that. Look at the real wedding photos and stuff. And, and, you know, um, and that can help you kind of, kind of decide really like, uh, and, and feel free to share it with like the, the groomsmen, you know, that they see that like, whoa, these are normal guys just like me. Okay. So I don't have to wear a refrigerator box. That's awesome. This is good. Yeah. I do think as well that there's sometimes there's a lot of conversation about how bridesmaids are encouraged to get involved in wedding planning and often groomsmen are just treated like dum-dums who just turn <laughs> up, you know, on a, on a bachelor party or a stag do as we call it in Europe and they just do that and that's their only involvement in the wedding. But if we can change the game a little bit by actually from the get-go with encouraging and we're going to talk about this later in the show I know but encouraging everyone to participate and I think you're really Mm -hmm. right Nathan by saying to the groom hey you make some decisions this is not just the bride's decision and also we're talking about same-sex couples as well we're not being uh you know um we're not being gendered here with anything but the idea that to say yeah send some pics and ask for their feedback and involve them because if they feel involved and you've included them and there's a conversation and a back and forth then everyone's going to be more invested in the decision and then of of course if they're paying for it they're going to go oh fuck yeah I can wear that later on or we can work to another wedding or I can work just you know pick up chicks or whatever but um it just feels like we we should be putting that message out there and then they're probably going to be interested more because if you don't ask then people don't really care do they yeah i think we just might have come up with a solution too on on the question is uh get the groom involved you know please Uh, yeah uh this is something that he should be supporting you and your vision as well you know and they all should have a duplicate vision of of what you want team vision Uh, team vision we should hashtag the shit out of that then nathan team vision team vision that's yeah, it. T-shirts, it and, and it's true. <laughs> like, you know, this is a, uh, you know, 
this is hurting cats. You know, you both got to put on the cowboy hat and try to get them. So, uh, I mean, that's just all it comes down to is, is supporting each other. And he should be the one that's, that's his crew. He should manage them, you know, yeah. appropriately. Or vice versa. I think that's, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. Brings me to this question then. Amber says, how do we be, how can we be heard through all the, it's the bride's day language that is constantly being tossed around. My groom was checked out for the first year of planning just because he has received that message over and over again despite my efforts to get him engaged in it all and show him that his opinion really does matter. How can we get the grooms pumped to plan? And this is a question and, a, and a, yeah. uh, you know, this, this is going out a lot now. And I think we just need to fix this in the industry. We make Yeah. This is a cultural changing. change. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, this is a cultural change, you know, and it's, uh, uh, there's a lot of cultural shifts happening right now. I, I can tell you this, um, you know, it's happening. Uh, I've been to probably four or 500 bridal shows over the past four or Whoa. five years. You get um, a medal for that, that, Nathan. No, no kidding. I love Jesus. them. I, I love them. I think they're great. <laughs> there's nothing like seeing like really excited people. You just feed off of it. It's cool. Um, yeah. But I tell you what, like, you know, uh, four or five years, you you had the guys, They there would be a, probably 95% uh, female, um, a lot of uh, brides come in with their best friends and their parents and stuff. And um, and then you would have like a groom that is just scared out of his mind, you know, just yeah. kind of like looking around like I'm, I'm I'm here, I'm here, you know. And uh, but after a while, you know, opening up and, and realizing, you know, first of all, nothing's going to bite him there or anything like that. Um, and then you fast forward, you know, and just like four or five short years, I had a recently i had a a guy come up and i said you know what was your bride here and he said no unfortunately she has to work today i'm here doing uh doing some of the heavy lifting for it you know Good. And, and and that's not just one person i mean you see more and more guys i'd say it's probably 90 10 now and i think we're going to continue to see that shift because i think we're all right here you know it this is um uh this is for this is for both you, you know both of the people getting married you know, mm-hmm. whether it be same-sex couples, whether it be bride and groom, uh, whatever it may be, you know, and uh, and it's a it's a big day, you know, and you should want to be involved in it. Totally. That's it. Yeah. Well, Heidi says, and this is more of a statement, but I quite like it. Well, she says, how do we handle vendors that address only the bride when they've both signed the email and are, are on call? Is there a polite way to call them out or just a signal uh, or just does that signal a bad fit? She said, I'm a bride who's ended up planning most of the wedding and this is still my pet peeve. I can't imagine how it feels for grooms. And this, I suppose it's just more of an extension of what we're saying, but mm-hmm. maybe it's just for vendors listening. And I know a lot of our bride chiller vendors and directory members, which obviously Generation Tucks are a, a member of our directory as well, that maybe it's just, it's a small part of changing the 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 tact and the, in, it's a movement, I suppose, of just saying, Weddings are two people, not just exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah. I, again, I, I think it is shifting. Uh, I know a lot of the uh, uh, wedding planners that we work with are, are shifting that way too. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, we're always going to have people stuck in tradition you oh, know, yeah. um, and, and stuff. And I think that's going to be a continued uh, uh, battle, but also uh, understanding, you know, um, mm-hmm. of, of where they're coming from as well uh, to certain extents. Um but I tell you what, um, you know, again, I think it's spot on with just a cultural cultural change that is is you know I think it's in its beginning stages. You yeah. Know? Um, but like anything, you know, once it catches fire, I think that um, we'll start seeing more of a fifty fifty approach to things. You know, um, that's like my that. that's my opinion. Yeah. Good. But I, well, and I I share your opinion, Nathan. Oh, so we're in it together. We're going right. down with the ship. Uh, this is the Bridechiller Podcast. I'm speaking to the lovely Nathan from Generation Tux. There will be more uh, groom-related questions and answers after this. There are a couple of items that I know a lot of us find a little frustrating shopping for, including jeans, swimwear and bras. You've got the whole idea of 
finding a bra that's comfortable for you. You don't want to have something that pokes into you. You want to make sure that you are selecting bras that are suitable for all of your outfits, which can be really hard. And then also buying fancy bras that you want to wear and feel comfortable in, but then are really hard to wash. Well, I'm about to change your bra shopping game because our bride chillers, Harper Wild, heard me complaining and they said, listen, Alicia, we're going to make a bra that's easy to wear and shop for. They are truly making bras that are designed for you. They're smooth, they're supportive, they keep everything in place. And how do you find a size that works for you? Well, simple. You take the Harper Wild Fit Quiz. You click on what's my size and then take the fit quiz. And just like that, find your current bra size. Harper Wild are super affordable. You can revamp your entire bra collection without overspending. And something that I think is particularly lovely, you can make a difference when bra shopping because Harper Wild have partnered with Girls Inc., to lift up women around the world. A portion of each sale supports mentorships and educational programs for girls from 6 to 18 through 82 local organisations. Harper Wild is seriously the comfiest most delicious bra I have ever worn and I do not say that lightly. I've spent a lot of money on bras over the years but Harper Wild is truly the best. So much so, I'm ordering a bunch more. If this floats your boat, lovely bride chillers, then I say it is time to start lifting up your ladies with Harper Wild too. Go to harperwild.com that is harper w-i-l-d-e dot com slash bride chiller and you can use the promo code bride chiller to get 15% off your first purchase and my gosh you will not regret it harper wild w-i-l-d-e dot com slash bride chiller use the promo code bride chiller for 15% off your first purchase oh feel good enjoy wearing a bra when it comes to wedding gift registries, a lot of bride chillers and groom chillers struggle because they've got a lot of the stuff they already need. We live together and probably don't need all the things that our parents asked for when they got married. This is why Thirsty Nest, the world's very first wine and spirits registry, is the ideal registry choice for modern couples who love to entertain and want to level up their wine and spirits collection. Using Thirsty Nest, you can allow your friends and family to gift better by actually reflecting who you are and how you host as a modern couple. Not boxes and boxes of antiquated fine china and special things that will stay in a cupboard that you will never use. Instead, select items that are memorable investment pieces for your home and your bar collection. Thirsty Nest founder Jackie Strum, who you may have heard on the Bride Chiller podcast answering fabulous questions about alcohol, created Thirsty Nest as a registry that she wished she had when they got engaged. Thirsty Nest veteran team of wine and spirits industry experts will help guide you through picking the very best quality wine, spirits and drinkware for your new life together. They have some of the most fashionable modern drinkware and accessories on the market available. So you can upgrade your wine glasses and drinkware to investment pieces that you will cherish drinking from forever. Level up your ability to be a stylish and very well-prepared host and make new memories as a couple by entertaining and throwing intimate, unfussy gatherings for friends and family. Give happy hour, it's happily ever after and visit thirstynest.com to create your very own registry today. That is thirstynest.com to create your very own registry today. Thirsty Nest, the very first wine and spirits registry for the modern couple because you've already got a coffee maker. Nathan, we've got some oh, cracking questions and we've, we've got so many and I feel like, oh, I've got to get through them all. Um, lovely, <laughs> lovely, Laura. I hope. <laughs> oh, so much to say. I'm, I'm, I'm wired. Lovely, Laura says... What's the groom's primping schedule? Week of, day of, et cetera, for, for et cetera. Ah, She's saying, okay. when should he get a haircut? When should he trim the beard? And what about face care? Nathan, are you into all this oh, stuff? I love it, man. Good. I love it. Listen, I got a beard. I got a beard. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, something that um, 
I take very seriously, you know, so it's good to hear. It sounds like uh, someone out there with a beard is getting married. That's good. That's good. good. Yes. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, so he, I think this all comes down to preference. So here's, <laughs> here's my, here's the way I see it. Like for me to have a good haircut, right. And have, uh, have it look the way I want it. I need to be about two to three days after the haircut. Okay, good. I have curly hair. It is curly and thick and a mess. It is a lion's mane. <laughs> but um, that's how I know that my hair has is done fighting with the haircut. It just happened. And it's really <laughs> good, right? Yeah. Um, same thing with the beard, though. And I go to a um, – and this is something I hope they have it in your area, um, in everybody's area. Yeah. Um, we have a traditional barber shop here that is absolutely amazing. Um uh, it's called Derby City Chop Shop. Throwing out a shout out right there, but uh, um, yeah, um, these guys. I mean, it's uh, you go in and uh, you literally put down. You know, I want my haircut. I want a beard trim. Uh, they even do a straight razor uh, uh, nice. shave as well. And uh, and you know, you you're in there and and you get cleaned up. You know, um, for me, I would say two to three days beforehand. When it comes down to like um, facial care and stuff like that, I believe was a question. Facial yeah, care? Face care, uh, she said. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it depends on the, the skin type. God, I know too much about this. What, no, I love uh, this. Good. This is good. Yeah, uh, oily skin, what, what have you. I, I think that uh, the, the key there, and this, this works well for me, um, because a, a lot of my face is taken up by the beard, a nice beard oil, not too much, yep. but because uh, it can get a little bit frizzy even after a trim, you got to do a little beard balm. You got to tame it. Ooh, Just a little good. beard balm. All right. That's uh, that's for everybody out there. So, can I add my lady tip to it, or just who cares about lady? Just general person tip that uh, we had a great episode recently about beauty and skincare, and uh-huh. um, and one of the things that sort of came out of it, and this should be for everyone, is don't try any crazy shit in the week before your wedding if you haven't had a facial before, or if you mix your routine up. Don't do it the week before your wedding and then your skin goes, ah, I hate this so much. What are you doing? So Exactly. Know, don't don't go, don't go stand out don't go get under the sun and think you're gonna get a tan and, and yeah, you know, no. Like, and like keep it cream. Yeah. yeah. Be normal. Be normal. Keep yeah. your routine as normal as possible. Um but that's what I would do. I would say, hey, if I'm getting married on a Saturday, get my hair cut Wednesday or Thursday, get my trim. That's what I'm doing. Good. You know. Pamper, enjoy. And I think yeah. I'm all up for men pampering. And I also think it's really nice to share that with your groomsmen as well, all going together, bond. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, yeah. uh, honestly, speaking back to the barbershop thing, you know, th- that's one of my favorite things there is the the uh, genuine conversation that happens when you're you're sitting there getting, you know, uh, your haircut and stuff. And, it's, you know, there's yeah, something good to vibes. it. So. Good vibes. Yeah. Laura, thank you for that, Nathan. That was a very good answer. Um, right. Ten gold stars. Laura also says, going back to suits, uh, do you have any tips or tricks for getting your uh, – for keeping cool in a suit? Sweaty groom in general, question mark? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. So you have a sweaty groom. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, first of all, the, the fastest way to um, overheat – um, and, and it obviously it depends on the outdoor wedding and time of year and where you're at. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in Texas and, um, you know, it's like 150,000 degrees down there in July. Yeah. Um, so there's no way of getting around that. But, um, if you, it's all about the material that the suits made it. So, mm-hmm. um, we go back to this thing of, uh, of these polyester blends, you know, and polyester exists because it's a great way to make a particular garment last, Right. Um, and the thought process is in the rental business that if it's polyester, we can just keep on giving this to people and keep on giving this to people. Mm. And, we'll, and this suit's going to make us thousands of dollars, right? But the sacrifice there is polyester is heavy and it's basically bulletproof is what it feels like. Um, mm. It will weigh you down. It will overheat you very, very fast. Uh, a lot of people don't understand that a well-made suit hundred percent wool is a lightweight suit, right? Um, it yeah. is made to breathe. It is made. Wool is amazing. Uh, people, yeah, people associate. Oh well, look at this one sturdy, and this one is thin. Um, but that's what a well-made suit is. It's thin. You know, it is light. It is uh, breathable. It moves well. 
Um, and so uh, my my tip to you, and regardless of where you go, is is to find a uh, find a lightweight super one thirty super one forties wool suit um, that uh, that can breathe. Um, and, and obviously isn't a, uh, maybe you need to go with a little bit lighter color. So if you are outside, it's not soaking up all that sun. Mm, that's good. Well, this leads me on, and I will say, uh, people underestimate wool and some of my best running gear and gym gear is made of wool. And I think it's the most breathable, yeah. non-stinky material. And I think people think about big, heavy jumpers and you're like, no, it's the opposite. Yeah, and they think about like that big wool coat, you know, that they see yeah, people wearing on sweating. Wool and stuff and it's like so hot and stuff. Wool is a fantastic material all the way around. And the reason why yeah. it is, is because it is so uh, diverse. It can be very hot. It can warm you up, but it can, does have cooling effects as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's 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 really understanding, you know, just how how a, a well made suit is is constructed and the materials and where they come from, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you can tell you can tell the difference very easily, you know, um, mm. in a wool versus a, a blend. Love it. Okay, next question. Uh, okay, this is from Christy. She says, can you share some ideas for clothes for grooms other than a formal suit? My fiancé never wears okay. a suit, so would not feel comfortable in one, and I think that's totally fair enough. But I'm wearing a very pretty, amazing dress. How can we help him step it up without a full suit? Uh, and she oh. says, we don't have a bridal party, so it's just him standing up there. Thank you. <laughs> that's interesting yeah it's an interesting take you know um for again i i love because i think this hits on everything that you just we've just been talking about yeah. it's understanding like it doesn't matter what she may want it's his side too and if he's not comfortable then should she make him wear something he doesn't want to i hope you know? not um, yeah right right so uh so this falls right in line um you know uh there's easy ways to um uh, I would say go like more with an Easter, like an Easter approach, you know, if that makes sense. Like um, he may not be <laughs> comfortable mean, in Nathan? like a full on suit. Right. Oh. But there is a very nice way to dress up, uh, you know, just understated pair of slacks, um, oh. pair, uh, you know, a really nice shirt that's fit that fits well um, and doesn't overpower the uh, I think, the you know, overall that the bride, the white, the whiteness. Cause I think the whiteness is what the balance of a wedding really is, you know? Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, with that being said, you know, I, I'm not sure about what type of, uh, shoes and stuff he's comfortable in. Um, for me, if he's kicking it up a notch, you know, you can go with, um, an Oxford, you know, a lace up Oxford with a nice pair of slacks, nice. uh, stock soft, these com comfortable in and just a well fitted button up, you know, um, there, if he is comfortable with a, uh, you know, with, with a tie or, or something like that, you can, you know, don't push him to the limit. Um, other than that, you know, we see a lot of rustic, quote unquote, weddings, um, yep. you know, down here, uh, being again that I'm from the south, where um, the guys are doing, uh, you know, nice blue jeans, um, nice button up and a vest, you know, um, yeah. and that looks great as well. You know, um, again, I think it's just understanding um, overall. I, I love that she's she's trying to meet her groom in the middle. I yeah. think it's understanding what their overall feel for the wedding wants to be. Is it indoor, outdoor, et cetera, et cetera? And where's the location uh, would be helpful to really fully understand that. You're not going to kick it up a notch if he's in swim trunks. That's a different <laughs> notch. You can <laughs> Let's so, yeah, let's just hope he's not in the swim trunks. Um, you mentioned yeah. earlier on Nathan about good quality shirts, and I suppose this is a really good throwback to saying if uh, Kirsty's fiance is going for the button up, as you said, and a nice, comfortable, snazzy trouser, that you want a shirt that is nicely tailored. You don't want a big puffy fucking parachute style yeah. shirt. So, can you give your tips as well about how to find a nice shirt because I will say my husband Rich and we were talking off mic about um, different sh sizing and he, he's 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 a, a robust la robust lad with uh, a good strong muscular leg and he always sort of struggles with finding <laughs> trousers that sometimes fit him but also he does not wear um, he finds all these beautiful shirts because he wears a snazzy shirt to work but slim fit it just looks like he's the Hulk and he's not you know that's yeah, a, yeah. yeah. so it can be really hard to find a nice shirt without 
without it then going up a size and looking all billowy and weird. So any tips there for that? Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you know, it, it's interesting and I and I don't want to complicate anything for everybody here, but... Go on then. Uh, <laughs> y- you know, uh, I, you know... Th- I'm going to say the good Lord made us all different, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and, uh, and we all have, you know, uh, you know, apparently your, your husband has tree trunks for legs and, uh, you know, <laughs> they're very uh, sexy, and, Nathan. Yeah. You know, hey, no worries here. No worries here. And, uh, and so I, I think that the key is to understand, like when you're looking for a good shirt, um, some people don't have that sixth sense of style. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, the the worst thing you can do to somebody is just let them like people that don't have that that style sense is to just let them go and not like try to help them you know yep. and so my advice would be um, whether whether you're shopping um, you know uh, you know H and M or Zara or you're going to uh, you know a local you know local store around you or a boutique or you know renting um, have someone if you don't have that style and you don't know your measurements. Have someone either help you or at least give you some advice on what looks good. Yeah. Um, you just you just don't want to sit there and, and go blind in any of that. And and a lot of people just don't ask for help, you know. And I think that that's that's really the key there. Um, as for like the, the current styles, I I mean, if you're tucking it in, you want to have a shirt long enough that you can tuck in and it doesn't keep bunching up around good your point. pants. Good point. Um, yes. You don't want to. Um, have the uh, shirt to where it's too long in the arms and reaches your uh, wrist and then starts puffing up around the uh, elbows and, uh, you know, uh, shoulder areas. You know, that's how you know that a shirt is just a little too long. Mm -hmm. Um, You also don't want it too short, right? Um, So that way, you know, when you're standing with your arms at your side, uh, again, that's that's the key point here, uh, your arms at your side, you know, you're not sitting there looking at your forearm you know, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so th- these are things, you know, that, and, and above all comfort, right. Um, and so these are things that, that are extremely important. Love it. This is good. Think about your shirts. Think about your comfort, be mindful, take someone yeah. along to give yeah. you, you guys a... think about your shirts. Yeah. Just think about your shirts. Just think about your shirts again. <laughs> Hashtag. Um, okay. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is a great one. I love this. Um, I've got some time, a little bit of time for a couple more. Brooke asks, we are doing mismatched bridesmaid dresses. Very fashionable. To make it, love it. She said to make it easier on them. That's a, that's a hashtag bride chiller there. Uh, She says, how do we pull off mismatched groomsmen too, without making it look messy? Great question. How do Uh, we do it? Super easy. We just did this. Um, we had a, um, uh, same sex marriage uh, happened. I was a while back, and we had a similar question come through. Um, so what we did is we went with a neutral suit, uh, like a gray, like a real light gray, and we we'll, and we mismatched the uh, the um, accessories. Right. Yep. So they ended up, you know, uh, the the colors popped. You know, um, but the the thing is too, you know, whenever you're setting this, it depends on how mixed match you want to go because. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, within our program, you can also mix match the suits. You can assign a suit to whoever you want, you know? So if you want, you know, John to wear the navy blue and then you want Fred to wear the gray, you know, you can do that, right? Yep. Um, and you have full control over it. He doesn't get to change anything. So, um, but I, I think, you know, for, to, I think the key word there she said is to not make it look Messy, I think yes. it was, or yes. crazy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I think you can do a pocket squares. I think you can do it with uh, accessories. I, I love a good pocket square. The uh, uh, and I think what the key here is like, you know, if she's matching up with who's coming down the aisle, like you know, one person's wearing red, uh, a, a red dress, you know, to have like someone in a red pocket square or something like that. Mm-hmm. That could look really, really, uh, um, really, really good. You know, and fun, right? Yeah. Because uh, the picture at the end will look really great. That's great. That's nice. Continuity, bringing them all together. Just go with it. Enjoy it. Just shake it out, hey? That's what we used to say when we're doing a bit of improv, a bit of theatre. You just shake it out. Just go with it. It's going to be great. (laughs) Put some fuel on it. Put some fuel on that fire. Isabel Isabel (laughs) asks, uh, 
What the hell do you buy for a groom and a groomsman when they're, you're, they're the last in the group to get married and everyone already has everything? We have pocket watches, tie pins, hip flasks, socks, cufflinks, what? tankards, all from previous weddings in the group. So I am struggling to find a unique gift idea for both my groom and groomsmen that do not cost a bomb. Ooh. I think that's that's the the key piece there too is like how do you how do you get something that they'll have that'll um uh you know they'll remember you for it um but it doesn't you know you're not paying it off for the next year and a half right yes um yeah you know uh so this is this is interesting because we went down this uh this um rabbit hole of looking at uh groomsman gifts you uh-huh. know like uh you know in terms of like what's out there in the marketplace and stuff um for me um you know and again we're we're based here in kentucky uh in louisville kentucky uh for a reason we're by the ups world port hub here because we do a lot of shipping obviously sure um but um it's bourbon central here bourbon oh, central a lot, a lot of brown of bourbon water. Love it. Love of brown water. Yeah. And so um, I the, the one of the gifts I got that I thought was really great because, uh, you know, I've been through my gamut of, of weddings and it was towards the end of ours was um, I had my uh, favorite, favorite bottle um, given to me and with a dop kit with my initials on it. Um, and something that was really great was he put uh, they put in a deck of baseball cards unopened. Right, unopened deck of baseball cards. Right, uh, from uh, from our birth years, um, and so we all got them at the same time. We all opened them up, and uh, and we were just laughing at the you know from I was born in 1980, so we we're just sitting there laughing at like the, the guys, the dudes. right? Yeah, so much no facial hair. Yeah, the gum was still in there, which was <laughs> we didn't eat that. Don't worry, but. Um, but then, you know, that dop kit, it goes with me everywhere, you know, and dop kit, just so everybody, you know, yeah. we're talking about shaving kit, you know. Um, uh, and so um, that, and there was also a, um, there, it was this really great uh, wood journal that oh. um, like it had a wood cover and a wood back. Um, and it was just, re- I, I still don't know where they got that from, but um, I do know that they said that that company makes not only wood journals, but like wood, like basically um, everything's everything that makes wood, wood money clips. It's all it's all like um, based on uh, just actual real creation of wood things. That's so nice. Yeah. Um, Nathan, I've got this thing called the Fucket Bucket, which I adore, and I like to yeah, put a lot of things. Cool. Thank you. I, I like I to throw it out. Yeah. I like you gotta you gotta sometimes put things in the fucker bucket. And I always say with gifts, I think your gifts that you've just mentioned there are significant, are meaningful, are things that you use and yeah. you enjoy. Yeah. So I think they're good gifts. But I think sometimes we feel obliged to buy gifts because we've been told we should buy gifts. And so yeah. Yeah. if you can find something meaningful that has value and it isn't tat that's just gonna kill some dolphins in a couple of years, I think it's great. But also you just mentioned a journal's great. I think books are an amazing gift. I know it's not like Love you can, books. you know, like books are for me, like my go-to gift and everyone has a book that they're like, oh, this changed my life or I think you'd really enjoy this. And to write a nice inscription in the front of a book to me is something that, you know, a it's lot timeless. of people would love. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's timeless. You know? I, I think sometimes it's if you can't think of that stuff and as Isabel says, if, if they've got all the stuff, and if you know they can't find something, write a nice card or buy a book or a journal. As you said, if there's something local to your area that's significant that you think, oh my gosh, that would be amazing for them to have, buy it. But otherwise, put it in the fucking bucket. I agree, and you know, there's a lot of tr- traditions we're talking about here too. That I, don't, I mean, did Hallmark come up with that one too? I'm I mean, sure. it seems like another way that like we just have to like pay for something, you know? And, yeah, exactly. Uh, look, and I'm gonna make tell you honestly, bad about it if they don't do it. Yeah, if, they, if they're a, um, and this is uh, you know, from a guy's standpoint, again, I'm perfectly fine with a handshake and a hug, you know, yes. and a thank you for being. You yes, know? and uh, and that's that that's that's really what everything is about is to have all the best people you, you want and you're or having your life there at your wedding. You know? Oh, I love that, Nathan. And it's true. And I think yeah. ladies are the same. I think there's, there's a meaningful, it's meaningful to be a part of someone's day like that and to be asked mm-hmm. to be part of it. And that is 
more memorable to me if someone said, gee, you are such a good friend. I'm, I really love you. Or, you know, if you don't feel comfortable saying yeah. you love you, just learn it. It's good. Um, and the it, hug. It, it's it really is. Yeah. It's freeing. Yeah, it is freeing. And we don't say it enough. Yeah. Um, Nikki has a great question about uh, same-sex couples and, and ladies buying mm-hmm. suits. And I thought it would be great to get your insight yeah. into this, Nathan. Nikki says, um, does it have to be uh, – she said, does it have to be groom questions? And I wrote back and went, no, of course not. You're open to ask anything you like. She says, my fiancé, who is a woman, wants to wear a suit and we're having a hard time trying to find suitable options. Nathan, where do we find – good fitting suits for ladies because I know we've got different shaped bodies it can be challenging um yeah a lot of ladies to find suits that work for their body shapes yeah listen it's a great question I'm going to tell you everything I know here first of all um you are spot on the reason why we're not in the bridesmaid dress business (laughs) it's uh um you know, if we took a, a hundred uh, females that are uh, size six and put them on a wall and gave them uh, the same size six dress, it's going to fit them differently. Yeah. You know, every one of them. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's because it's what I love. It's because you guys have curves and um, and, you know, guys are not the same. You know, we could put five, 10, 180 pounds on the wall and we give them all the 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 suit and jacket that fit, and it'll fit them pretty well. There yeah. may be some little caveats. But it's not going to be to the uh, to the need that, that would be for the women. Mm-hmm. Um, my first, uh, my first thing is this, there is a, uh, uh, a custom collier that I believe they're out of New York. I'm not, I, I would have to look it up and I apologize. Uh, don't have it, but they are doing, uh, suits for women. Great. Um, you know, um, that they will, they will custom make one. We are more than happy more than happy to have you on board with us. We've done it before. Uh, and we, that's why we do the home try on. Yeah. Right. Um, to see if that would work well. Um, there are, we've had girl, uh, we've had some, uh, uh, fashion show stuff where some models have worn our stuff yep. and they just killed it. They put on some heels, did shorter pants, uh, rolled up the jackets and did like a, you know, like a, a I don't know what the shirt's name is, but it was ivory and it looked great under that shirt for her. Like it was like a, a woman's top. Um, and, you know, walked the runway. I was like, whoa, she just killed it. Damn. You know? um, yeah. so I think it all depends on, on how you want to rock it, you yeah. know? Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, there, there are opportunities out there. My, if you want to get the, per, like the quote unquote, Perfect, which I hate saying that word too, by the way. Um, <laughs> I've bullied you now. Exist. I'm sorry, Nathan. I've bullied you. No, uh, it doesn't it. exist. Come on. Yeah. yeah you know, um, I would say, um, you know, take a look at uh, at buying. Take a look at like going um, and, and getting something that created for you that you can alter. Yeah. Um, and that um, can measure to your body. Yeah. That, that would probably be the best way. Um, and that's just speaking honestly, yeah. you know, but again, we do it all the time. We're ha- more than happy to send some home trials um, to, to see what can work well for you guys. Cause we have had it work um, with just some minor alterations and it, you know, they looked great. I'm going to send you Nikki's details and we're going to hook you up and see if we can get Nikki's fiance yeah. a suit. Cause I think it would be a really nice um, opportunity to show that you can obviously yeah, oh fit can it. And we're, yeah, we're not making super promises, but I think it's really nice to be able to see if we could make that work. Um, yeah, I think that, that I, you know, uh, real quick, I think that's yeah. something too that needs to have, be said a lot more in the wedding industry. Like, um, we're going to do our best, you know, like everything's, you know, we're going to, we're going to do everything we can to make this thing, uh, the, the best possible experience it can be. So, um, I think that all vendors should take that approach. I you agree. Know? All we can yeah. do is our best. And if you're giving it a red hot go and showing people that you care and, and you want to help, I think in any in any capacity, in any business, that's the best you can do and people appreciate it. So, Nathan, yeah. I appreciate yeah. you and I appreciate you giving uh, your time today to share uh, all of your knowledge. You are passionate about suits and I love I love hearing um, you speak about it and I'm, I'm really glad that you're part of our community and that um, – Oh, thanks for having me on. No, it's great. Now, I'm before we were recording – we were talking about doing some, uh, maybe some giveaways and some lovely discounts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, This always makes me feel like Christmas when we do this sort of stuff. What do we want to yeah, do? Yeah, well. It's uh, exciting. Yeah. 
I think that um, what we should definitely do is if uh, we can get um, your listeners, if you guys are interested in anything that we've kind of discussed today or want to know more, um, go to www.generationtux.com slash bridechilla. I'm sure you guys know how to spell that. Surely. Um, and start there. Um, I would say start at the, uh, uh, you know, uh, start within the collection uh, and take a look and see if we have something that appeals to you for your uh, for your wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, upon checkout, it, it's not just about helping, uh, you know, you guys, that's about helping the groomsmen as well. Um, use the promo code BRIDECHILLA and uh, we will get you and all the guys 10% off of their order. Sweet. Um, again, all that is, already includes free shipping. Um, you can have your free swatches. You can have your free home try-on. And little known fact, um, as long as you have five paid rentals in your crew, we're going to go ahead and take care of your groom's suit or tux as well, or uh, fiance. Let's just say that. So nice. whoever maybe. Um, does that sound fair? That sounds more than fair. And I like that because you've got your oh, dads, yeah. you've got oh, the groomsmen, you've got ushers, you've got your page boys. Do you do kids stuff? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Kids? Yeah, we go down yeah. to three taller. we got the little guys. Uh, it's not in all suits just yet, but we do have more on the way. So all you got to do is check on the site and it'll say like available in boys. And when we say boys, it goes down to three toddler. Oh, so. well, that's small. That's that's good. And Well, let's look. You could easily rack up five suits and get you one suit for free. Bam. Bonus. Done. <laughs> I love it. Um, and if I could just share one more little thing Go to plug, there. like, um, um, so we love dogs. Like, oh, please. Kind of I love this. Here. This is a good uh, plug. Yes. Go on. Um, so we recently partnered with the ASPCA, um, you know, Sarah McLaughlin's little song where now whenever you see her commercial, you change the channel. <laughs> That's it. It's a whole thing. It will drain your wallet too. Like I can't, I can't watch it. Um, but, uh, we partnered with the ASPCA. So our, our goal here is to um, – they have a really great program. What they're trying to do right now is um, open up uh, these little uh, – they're almost like pop-up vet shops if you really want to think about it uh-huh. um, in some uh, of the uh, rural and poor neighborhoods in New York. And they're hoping to roll this program out throughout the U.S. And what they're doing is basically taking uh, uh, animals that would be su- uh, surrendered to shelters mm-hmm. – you know, uh, due to uh, medical needs and stuff like that, and they're basically covering all the veterinary services wow. for the families. So the vet, uh, so the families uh, in turn get to keep their animal they love, um, but maybe has some medical issues they they can't afford, um, and they also keep the dog from being surrendered to the shelter. Nice. And so um, we're really um, really excited about that, um, and so. Um, you know, if you guys want to know some more, you can definitely check that out on the site. We have some socks you can buy and we donate the proceeds of those socks to the ASPCA. Right. Um, and so, um, uh, there's, there's all sorts of stuff happening over there. And, uh, if you need some inspiration, we got plenty of pictures. Don't worry about that. This is good. Well, we will share more information in the show notes today. If you would like to, uh, click on any of the links we've talked about, see some pictures of suits that I know Nathan is going to supply me some sexy photos of, uh, suits and different styles. All you need to do is visit the bride chiller. This is episode 200. No, it's not 300. Shit. I forgot. I'm out of, oh my God, 373. If you are listening and you are not near a device to look it up, all you need to do is go to thebridechiller.com and put 373 into the search. You will find all the information and you can click through to visit generationtux.com. Make sure you use the code word bridechiller. Nathan, you're going to return soon. I'm just saying that. I'm already booking you to come back and talk again. Okay, I love it. Yeah, let's come. Let's play. Uh, thank, thank you so much for uh, being here and uh, we'll talk again. And, of course, I must must finish this episode by saying to you, Nathan, happy days. Well, thank you. Happy days to you as well. <laughs> the Bride Chiller Podcast. The only place a cookie cutter should be used is in the kitchen. Am I right? 